Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. There's this entertainment venue. I don't think it's on the Vegas Strip, but it's just off the Vegas Strip. And my hotel room had a view of it. It's this enormous sphere. Uh, I mean, it's not a, it's not completely a sphere because it needs to sit in the ground, but let's say the upper two thirds of the sphere is above ground. I don't know that it's entirely a sphere. My point is it looks like a giant ball. That's not too far from my hotel room. And it has this super bright dynamic. I can only assume it's like LCD or plasma or something screen that's covering the skin of the thing. From what I understand, it's also true inside. Now I didn't go inside of it but it's a little like the Hogwarts ceiling in Harry Potter where it can be made to look outside, like, like you're outside. Apparently they can do that sort of thing too. So you can be inside the sphere and they'll change it in your different places outside. I mean, it actually sounds super cool. But from the outside, it's this enormous ball. It's very, very large and it shifts and undulates and it'll become patterns. And it'll, sometimes it has an advertisement on it, but usually it's it's some sort of like, cool pattern or cool display that it's doing. And so I I would just find myself kind of sitting there. But the specific noticing the time when I decided to write it down, I was actually in the bathroom and I was there alone. So I didn't really care if like doors were closed or that sort of thing. But I'm like in the shower and there's the mirror on the door of the hotel room of the bathroom, the mirror on the door of the bathroom. And then the mirror like above the actual, like above the sink. And then the zigzag from where I was, from my eye went bathroom mirror, door mirror, window with this giant sphere. And I'm sitting there and I just see these big, because one of the things that becomes is a giant emoji. So it's like this giant yellow head with these giant white eyes staring at me. Really freaked me out because, you know, it'll, it'll blink It'll fall asleep. It looks like Pac-Man's cousin if you don't want to be an emoji. And it's just out there doing its thing. And it's it's freaking me out. So that that was actually the thing that I wrote down was this emoji is staring at me. But it wasn't always an emoji. And so I was thinking, okay, well, what what is it that I can pull from this? Like, and honestly, as far as creative lessons go, it's it's about wow. It's about, it's about it's more of that Vegas razzmatazz, but in a very spectacular sort of a way is what, what can you add? That's like just this element that, that makes you compels you to keep watching it. And it because by the way, that happened, I would stand there and it was, it was like when you got lost in like a dumb TV show that you don't care about, because I, I would want to see what it became next. Cause it was, I mean, it's really cool looking, especially at night. So it's like, it's got this undulating waves of water. And then once I found out that it became an emoji, I was like, when's it going to become an emoji again? And I would just sit there and kind of listen at it, look at it. And I thought, okay, well that's doing its job. It's drawing my attention. It's making me impressed. It's making me want to tell other people about it. Cause here I am telling you about it. I actually know some people that went to see you two p- play in that 
same in that venue as like a concert venue. It's not always a concert venue because I know people went to see a movie there too. And it was just like amazing that they, you know, that it's an advertisement. I can tell you and you may want to go to the next, oh, where's that Vegas sphere? So the wow factor did a lot of work for it, which is the whole point. And so using, if we apply this to creative work, then it's all, it's actually the same lesson kind of as before. I did another one on this. So what is it that that keeps your reader figuratively at the window? So I won't rehash this entirely because I'm realizing the steps on a previous one a little bit, but it's that just one more page before bedtime phenomenon. I know that when I was reading The Da Vinci Code, which I, those the characters in that book are like paper thin. I just could not give a crap about any of the characters, but the plot was so wow. It was so like, well, what's going to happen next? That it was the exact same thing of like, it kept me at the window, figuratively speaking. It kept me just saying one more chapter, one more page, that sort of thing. And again, the same caveats. You have to balance it with coherence. If you're using like twists and turns, since I didn't really talk about twists and turns before, if you're doing twists and turns, that is a whiplash wow factor. That's like, wow, you know, it was his second cousin's, you know, double evil twin or something like the sort of thing that you can do in soap operas. Soap operas are are very good at at, at um, snapping twists and turns to keep people engaged in the same way that the sphere was like grabbing my attention. But I mean, sorry to the soap opera viewers out there. I would argue that it, it, they lose coherence. So the, the flip side of that is to, unless you want to be a circus act or unless you're writing the literary equivalent, equivalent of soap operas, which no judgment if you are, but if you aren't, then be aware of this, that you need to have coherent twists and turns. And this is where I kind of like nod a little bit to late stage M. Night Shyamalan because his twists became his hallmark to the point where he was shoehorning in twists that didn't make any sense. Like, sorry, I'm going to meet him someday and he's going to listen, listen to this podcast. That would be a quality problem. That's what we call that. But another is, you know, if you aren't looking at plot, what about the evolution of character arcs? I mean, that that sphere is always shifting and changing. What's it going to become? And to me, that evoked like, well, what, what about a character who's a character is going to have usually a straightforward arc, but you can also have like madcap characters and you kind of don't know where they're going to go. You know, what's going to happen next to this person? What's going to happen next with this person? But also a more gradual like growth, change, facing challenges, surprise, that sort of thing. Keep the readers paying attention. Keep the readers asking questions. It's just all about more wow. And then another thing I would say about this whole sphere thing is about about changing your pace and your tone. Because it's all about change. That's really what this is. Is This is like an attention-grabbing thing that makes me go wow, but that is also about like looking at change and evolution. So the sphere, if I may be just if I may stretch the bounds of, of a metaphor a little bit, it was telling a coherent story, I suppose, because it was always this big sphere. It was always this like, what's going on with that thing? Like I never stopped wondering what was going on with that thing, no matter what was on it, whether it was a big emoji face staring at me and invading my privacy in the bathroom or whether it was advertising, you know, the next whatever, or whether it was just this cool light display. I always knew that it was going to be something different every time I looked at it. And varying speed and tone 
is, I mean, any change is good in stories. You don't want a static story, at least I don't. Something that marches even steadily upward in tension and then climaxes and then it's over. You know, I want to see ups and downs. I want to see change in characters, change in plot, but I also want to see change in pace and tone. If you have like a super exciting action sequence, I often like after those action sequences to have something that's quiet and slow. A long, slow, thoughtful chapter to me is kind of like if you've seen Poltergeist. So Poltergeist, this is kind of a cool scene thing, I think. If you haven't seen Poltergeist, you you should see it anyway, honestly, Um, just because it's classic. But like they're fighting ghosts and stuff. And then I remember this right about in the middle of the movie, they have that really, there's a really, really quiet scene where like there's no lights and they're whispering. They're actually whispering because they don't want to wake up people who are sleeping in the same room. And when you have a loud, crazy scene and then you have something like that, it kind of lets people recharge and primes them for the next scene. Like I just watched Paranormal Activity recently and the up and down of tension at night and then you could relax to some degree during the day is a good way of keeping the shocks fresh when they turned around again. So varying pace and tone is something that you could learn too. And I suppose I could stretch to say that the sphere taught me that, or maybe I'm just artificially applying a creative lesson. I don't know. I guess it's just one more of my twists and turns. So I got a few more of these Vegas insights and then I'm going to go back to normal stuff. But from the wild and crazy land of Vegas, that'll do it for today. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, be sure to visit johnnybtruant.com slash subscribe and sign up so you don't miss anything. Now, subscribing is free, but for just a few bucks a month and the good karma that comes from supporting the arts, you'll also get all the member stuff, bonus episodes and articles, behind-the-scenes peaks, and the weekly one-drink book club where my creative friends and I talk shop over Friday cocktails. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.